All right, it's the Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. Thompson Trudell, our guest co-host today, hanging out. And Woj, the man who drops bombs, is here with us in studio. Adam Silver. What's that? He knows more what's going on in the NBA than Alex He does, Silver absolutely. Does. Yeah. That, it's usually the case. Welcome. Guys, awesome to be in here. Yeah, By great way, to have you. This is a star-studded <laughs> crew here. I always <laughs> wonder how you and Ramona Shelburne and all you, uh, Chris Haynes, how do you guys get, now you don't have to get, reveal your sources, but <laughs> how do you guys know what's going on when it's supposed to be going on behind closed doors? How does that work? Do people call you up and say, hey, whoa, this is what's going on? <laughs> I wish it was. Great question, Michael. Great question. (laughs) How does that work? He's a wizard. I I always see, because I always think, Woj, that GMs use you guys as sounding boards. Put this information out there, see what kind of reaction. That never happens. happens. I will tell you that never, ever happens. Ever. Yeah. And maybe it happens with other people. Right. Yeah. I I don't. um, I can think in all my years, maybe one or two guys who I thought wanted to say, like, how many years I've been, how many stories I worked on, maybe one or two I can think. So when I say never, I would say um, because I'm not going to put something out there that's not my yeah, goal is not right. to put out what somebody wants to take the temperature on. Right yeah. well, yeah. now, you will be always going to put it in context of yeah. maybe they're considering something. But I, right. I think in most cases, almost all cases, especially in this day and age, most people don't want anything out on their team oh, because yeah. they don't want trade talks out. They mm-hmm. prefer not because now they've got to deal with angry player, angry agent, angry family members. Um, an owner, fans, rea- you know, fans are reacting, and now the owner's mad. So I would say, um, yeah, that like people would prefer that almost none of it's out with their teams, but they understand, you know, you build relationships and you hopefully get. They're not going to lie to you when you have something. They say, yeah, that's that's right, but that doesn't mean they gave it to you. Right, it means right, right. it means they told you 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 had the information. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, Woj, with this Jimmy Butler situation, were you surprised that it was these three teams and was only three teams? Well, as I reported, these are preferred gotcha. destinations. Right. right, let's clear that up. Yes. So, so <laughs> Jimmy Butler, if let's say hypothetically Miami or a Houston or a Portland or a Washington at some point has a deal that Minnesota's willing to do, well, then you're going to go to Jimmy Butler and say, this team, there's a deal that we would do with this team. Do you want to resign with that team? This team would be willing to, they're going to back channel probably to your agent, and then you're going to know whether, you know, that team knows whether, well, I'm not going to trade for Jimmy Butler unless I know he wants to resign. I don't want him as a rental. Mm-hmm. Um, but the teams that, you know, the New York teams... Um, uh, you know the two New York teams and then the Clippers um, are teams with lots of cap space this summer. The Clippers have two spots, the Nets have two spots, the Knicks have one, and um, I think especially for like Clippers, Brooklyn, you you would hope hypothetically that Butler would be. I'm not sure he's anybody's number one because you look at the class: Kawhi Leonard and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, the potential players who could be on the market. Um, if Butler's part of, especially the teams with two max spots, if he could be one of the two, that's that's great. But I think the idea of those teams trading for him now or trying to trade for him now, giving up apps, assets to get a player they could just sign with their cap space this summer, it doesn't really make sense. And Minnesota um, does not have an appetite right now to try to do a trade for him. I think they're going to wait him out, uh, hope he's professional, comes in and works, because Tom Thibodeau is at the end of the rope there. Um with his relationship with the owner, that the owner considered changes this summer, and Thibodeau needs to make the playoffs, and he's not interested in a trade that brings back picks or a young player. They they have a team that he wants to win with now, 
And the other question will be, will the owner allow Tom Thibodeau, Scott Layden, to make such an important decision for the future of the organization if their status and their futures in hold? Are you going to allow them to make this decision? There's a lot floating around on this one. Hmm. Well, I wonder, could you trace the Kawhi situation for the last year or so from when you first started hearing reports and then the trade actually happens to Toronto where the temperature might be now about to show up for training camp we saw some of the videos of him working out with LeBron and KD how how is that how has that evolved for you and where do you see that well, impacting what's going to happen by the way you, you mentioned the the photo of um Kawhi with Kobe Bryant did you notice there were like seven Oh, members yeah. of the Raptors organization <laughs> yeah. around him. Like, there yeah. was, I don't, even if they went to the bathroom, I don't think Kobe was going to get a moment alone <laughs> with him. And now you could do it, right? But I, I was thinking, of, if you remember the Sopranos, I don't know if you watched the Sopranos, I remember yeah, sure. they sent her on her prom with a couple of his guys, sat in yes. a limo with him, and that's kind of what it <laughs> felt like, right? So, well, escort, yeah. uh, yeah, no, um, you know, he's spent time with their medical people this summer. He spent time with their coaching staff. You saw their work, a lot of their workout guys and their uh, development guys, you should say, in Toronto out with him. Um, I'm told that he has adjusted so far. Listen, it's, it's summer in Toronto, right? Um, but that he has found the transition. Again, he hasn't shown up for camp yet, but that he's, you know, that right now, this is a fine place to be for a year. Um, I remember going into Oklahoma City just days after the Paul George trade, and I could tell right away they had a tremendous chance to get him. You could tell right away he took to the organization and and didn't like that the Lakers hadn't tried harder, offered more to get him And um, after the trade from Indiana. And so with Leonard, it's going to be, I think, a much longer, arduous process. It is easier to get to know Paul George as an organization. His personality is different. It took the Spurs people years, the, the Spurs he was with every day, the coach, the front office, his teammates, it took them years to really get to know him. Now, he's not a kid anymore. He's 27 years old, and that may be different, right? But, you know, I, I don't know that. I think their best chance in Toronto, I think they feel their best chance is to have as much success as they can have with this team and win and let him feel it's a great atmosphere, a great environment. You have a country behind you. The city has become a really good basketball uh, region, so, but they've got a long haul with him, and it's an uphill battle. Well, real quick, um, I got two quick questions here. Back to Butler, real quick. So, you think there's a possibility that he can be there and play for a while? That this? Oh, I think that's the likelihood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what about the psyche of the two young guys, Wiggins and? Towns who don't seem to want to play with him. What about that? You got to deal with that. Now. Well, and, and real and on that, real quick, has has Carl Anthony Towns kind of drawn drawn a line here with not signing this this contract extension? Listen, this extension it probably could have been done. So it's a no brainer. Carl Anthony Towns max offer. It's a no brainer. There's no negotiation yeah. with a player like him. Um, I still think there's a confidence it gets done. Um, but I mean, to your question, Michael, like. This environment that's been created, and and Tom Thibodeau has his responsibility in this. This is a toxic environment that he is responsible for. In part, these players. I mean, his hope has to be that they're going to be pros. They're going to be able to play together. They may not like each other. They may not spend a moment off the court together. They may walk past each other without saying hello every day. But that they're going to be pros. And Jimmy Butler's always been a pro. And he's tough on young guys. He was tough in Chicago at the end. And he's been tough coming in here with guys. And um, 
but like these guys are going to have to go to work. Like the, the, they can't just move him. There's no, the market is going to be tough for him. And, um, uh, I think Thibodeau is going to want to give this time to see if they can just coexist because it's his best chance to win this year. All right, real quick on the Lakers. Sorry. Unless you have a follow up here. No, sorry. Just, just that Tibbs isn't exactly, you know, Steve Kerr or Luke Walton. Yeah, no, for sure. He's Biasta. definitely not. No, that's yeah. no, this is not. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. And he is not the most, this is not the most equipped front office coaching, head coach to deal with something like this. These aren't, yeah. this isn't Steve Kerr and Bob uh, Myers. This isn't, it's Danny Ainge and, and Brad Stevens. These are different personalities. These are not prickly. Um, yeah, and so that makes all of this, I think, even it's made it harder. This thing's been there since the end of last season. We're a week from camp, and none of it's been even remotely close to resolve. The players, a lot of them, stayed away from Minnesota this summer. They stayed away from each other. And it's not it, a derelict of duty. You knew this was festering all summer. And we don't need to yeah. go to break, George. We talk. We no, no, go, go, go. <laughs> I mean, you, you, as a leader of a team, coach, GM, owner, you got to know this stuff is there under the surface. You got to do something about it three months ago, don't you? You don't yeah. do it two or three days before camp. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Is like you have, I think what Butler felt about this organization. I mean, he felt it at the end of last year. The fact that he's coming to them now and doing this the week before camp. I, I mean, if you really wanted to get out, you, you might have done this. Um, months ago, yeah. maybe you would have, maybe there would have, they would have been in position to do something at the draft, mm-hmm. um, or before July for eight. It's hard to do. This is not the time of year yeah. teams are in upheaval, upheaval on, on deals and uh, want want to be in upheaval. Now, there's going to be a lot of interest in him, but at, at what price? At what price? What will teams want to give up? And um, Minnesota is seen as a front office that is not easy to do trades with, to do deals with. They're not easy to communicate with. And I think that's, and, and I've already had that, hearing that, I hear it all the time, but I've heard it today with teams, and it's going to make it harder to make find a trade. Wait, wait, wait one more thing. Don't, don't you think, Woj, what do you want, George? Leave me alone. <laughs> I want to ask you about the Lakers. This oh, is what people care about. <laughs> George, this yeah. is the Thompson Show. Stop. <laughs> don't you think Jimmy's not in this alone? He's got to be talking to some of his boys in the league about, hey, man, if I could get myself to this team, I want you to come along with me. Don't you think those talks are going along? Well, those conversations are always going on, but, you know, I don't know if, and I have great respect for Jimmy Butler as a player. I think he's one of the great self-made players in the league, his life story, where he was drafted, what he's done. But I don't know that he's a player that's going to command, like, it's one thing if Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard or even Clay Thompson says, again, his age too, and there's a lot, there's always a question about mileage on him. Those are tib years on his yeah. legs, right? Like you've seen other players. So um, while there's no question, guys, talk. I don't know that there are alliances out there that are in place, ready to, um, <laughs> ready to to uh, uh, you know, go somewhere on July one. I don't think those things are in place. There's always those conversations going on. Guys love to do that, but um, I don't know that there's a bigger plan here. That hey. If I'm in Brooklyn or I'm I'm in New York or Clippers, that there's somebody that is on, um, you know, like you know, on board with them, ready to go right now. I don't believe that's the case. Woj is in studio with us. Thompson Trudeau hanging out here. Um, so, with the Lakers, how much patience and discipline will LeBron and that front office have to have this year with this particular group of guys? <laughs> um, probably historic proportions really? of it, right? I mean, I think they're going to have to be, you know. LeBron's criticism, um, and he sort of said it at the end, but you were hearing it privately, 
was I want guys with better basketball IQs. I want guys who think the game better, right? And it was some like when, you know, JR has the gaff in game one and some other things. And, and you have a group here that, you know, have all been subject to not always showing the best, um, discipline in big moments or at mm-hmm. different times. Um, and a, and a young team, still a very young group around them. I think, you know, Brandon Ingram could take a great jump this year. I still believe he's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, Lonzo Ball will see if he's healthy and gets back and can be. And so listen, there's talent there. Kyle Kuzma, they've done a great job of putting those young pieces around them. But yeah, it's going to take, but the fact that LeBron took, you know, did a four year deal, three year, um, you know, could opt out after three, but the fact that, um, he committed, it wasn't, this wasn't another one year thing where he's holding that over you. There's always pressure when you have them. Um, you know, they didn't, they, listen, I'm sure if LeBron said to them, go all in, give up all the assets we have to do to get Kawhi Leonard, I'm sure they would have done it. Clearly, he said, let's keep those young guys and, and we have that spot in free agency next summer. Like, that's the prudent thing to do. Keep those good young players, have an infrastructure. And now we can go out in free agency and try to get um, a, a star. Why am I the only one in this room who thinks the Lakers are a top four team in the West? They got talent. Outside of Boston, Woj, they're the deepest team in the league. They're the deepest team in the West, 1 through 12, 1 through 14. What other team in the West has a deeper roster than the well, Lakers with youth and veterans combined with talent? Can well, Michael, you think of one? I mean, I, everyone's going to say that, obviously, you have Golden State and Houston. I like Utah. And then OKC, to, to me... I those see, are the four teams. I, I, really, I really like Utah. Yeah, me yeah. too. They're you know, who's team, which you, roster you would you rather have right now? Lakers or Utah? What's that? Which roster would you guys rather have right now? Lakers or Utah? Right now. If I had to win a game today... Uh, Utah's a better team, but yeah. I have LeBron in the final couple minutes. Right. So that's the that's the difference maker. In a series, it'd be different. I think in the regular yeah. season, I really like Utah. But, but OKC, the, this Westbrook thing is that's his third surgery. So that that right there to me mm-hmm. opens that up. And you know, for them to be in Roberson, right. we'll see right. how long he. T- so that I, I don't think that's out of the question. Stop being own. confrontational. Yeah. Ask a question because he's got to go. I, he's he's got to go soon. No. He's got well, stuff to do. Well, <laughs> well, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, the thing with the Lakers is this is how I could see them. They may not have, like, Portland could have a better regular season than them. Um, Utah, we said, like, right. Utah is going to be. But I could see in a 3-6, let's say they're 3-6 or 4-5, you know, like having LeBron in that series, like, they'll some of those teams may have a better regular season sure. than them. But when you get to a game five, game six, game seven late, that LeBron will be the difference in a playoff series. Um, I could see it playing out that way more than a concern yeah. of how many regular season games they yeah. win. Because I, I think it, it may take, it's going to take time for them to figure it out. I think it will. Yeah. Because you have some teams cool. in the West who are returning veterans, groups that have been successful together, and I don't know that this Laker thing is going to gel overnight. I think it will. I think they're going to hit I'm not trying to be <laughs> but, but LeBron, but, but LeBron, LeBron, LeBron cuts the learning curve because he's, yes, you know, like for he, sure. he does yeah. in lots of ways. He does. They got smart veterans on the team who yeah. won championships. Yeah. JaVale McGee, don't laugh. And, uh, <laughs> and Ray, two-time champion, watch your mouth. And Ray Rondo. And you got young guys who have high basketball IQ. Well, Rondo definitely fits that. I've talked to enough guys that have played with Rondo that say that, you he's know, brilliant. he's one, he's yeah. arguably the smartest or second smartest guy they've ever and played with. And he was really good yeah. with young guys. And New Orleans and Chicago the, the yeah. last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's going to be good for, 
He's going to be good for Lonzo Ball. I got him I mean, in the top really four, Woj. Top four in the West. No. That's, that's not crazy. It's, it's, it's not crazy. crazy. No, it's not crazy. Yeah. That's, it's that's, crazy. That should be the goal, is to be a yeah. top four. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's crazy. So, Woj, thank you so much. I know you're busy. Thanks, thank guys. you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. You got it. Absolutely. Anytime. You're always good welcome luck. here. Yeah, good thank luck. You. Uh, thank you. Michael might chase you out the door. You don't come on often enough, by the way. Are you going to be on a lot this season? A lot. If you ask me, Michael. Whenever he's in L.A., we're going to make... I'm talking, about on ESPN. To I'm talking about on the ESPN shows. you got to be more and more often, because I love when you come on with all your little reports. <laughs> like, how does this guy know this stuff? <laughs> Woj, thank you again. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Uh, coming up next, I want to dive into what the pool, the talent pool, could be for the Lakers here, because things may be dwindling some, potentially. We'll get into some of that next.